Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Sun Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The NFL is back. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the Steelers fan willing to do a peck transplant for TJ Watt. And with me, as always, is AJ. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back, Marchese. You fucking said it, Rob. You said it, bud. Quote of the year? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think Gino should end all of his like, press conferences with that. Literally, the rest of the season doesn't matter now. He won the only game he needed. That's it. They should go 1-17. It's the only game that mattered. Today, we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from week one of the NFL season. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's gonna, gonna find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. There's, uh, There's no... There's not one single rookie quarterback to talk about this week, AJ, in our NFL Week 1 rookie rundown. I think we should change it to a rookie fullback rundown. There's plenty of those. Or rookie specialists rundown. Combo of it? Yeah. Fullbacks, the, of, the real positions. Cade York and uh, oh, yeah. Xander Horvath. Oh, out. yeah. Got some Jordan there? Stout takes. I know you do. I do. Uh, uh, Jake Camarda, he hit mm-hmm. the... Cowboys Jumbotron. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty sweet. Um, it's weird not yeah. having quarterbacks, but it's nice. No, it's it's, it's nice. weird going from having to fucking talk about five. And they're all bad, where, yeah. Where, like, one of them's, like, okay. Yeah. Uh, to having none. Um, but don't worry. Kenny Pickett will uh, eventually come in, and uh, he'll probably won't even be that bad because what, what Matt Canada is running in Pittsburgh right now is not a real offense. I It's... It's hard to be good or bad in, in the gimmicky uh, fake offense he's running. Want to know, baby. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, Desmond Ritter, he'll, he'll be playing by week eight. 
Mariota's sick. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, but he's going to get hurt. He was running around a lot. Mm. Their offensive line played pretty well, though. So Shockingly well. Jalen Mayfield is is not terrible. Playing, so that's why. Yeah, I know. You can I think they gave up like the the like zero sacks. Like that was shockingly well. Hey, my guy Drew Dolman at center is looking mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, no rookie quarterbacks to talk about. So let's just jump into rookie of the week. Oh, this feels so free. It's it is. It's so. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is great. I hope we never have good rookie quarterbacks again, or bad, or any. <sighs> I am so happy I don't have like a 300 word or more write up about Mac That's, Jones right now. It's, it's on you that it got as bad as it got last year. Because I, I would I would talk like for like two minutes about quarterback and you do 15 on <laughs> Mac Jones charting every and throw. I, oh, and, then, and then it like made me like look like I didn't know what I was doing. So then I had to start doing that. <laughs> it, was, it, it, it got out of control. It was but, just a but, snowball effect. But you hated it more than me. Oh, but I hated it was your it. fault. Yeah, it was. I, I, the same thing happened to me. Is like I don't want to do too little here. And then, uh, but you were doing so much. And I was doing nothing. <laughs> Being like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. When they run play action once a game, he looks good on the deep post. But uh, Urban Meyer's not doing a whole lot there. And then yeah. you'd be like, yeah, third and one in the second quarter, 8.04 <laughs> on the clock. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, he, he checked at the line of scrimmage into his outside zone run. Damian Harris picked up the first down. It was really impressive. <laughs> Cerebral follow-up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so when we get into the – when we finally get a rookie quarterback, we'll, we'll do that again. Not. Oh. Uh, okay, rookie rookies of the week. Uh, I didn't have a clear offensive rookie of the week uh, in my games. I don't think there was like uh, a clear offensive rookie stud in the whole league. Uh, well, Xander Horvath scored a touchdown, but I'll get to that. Well, um, it really, I think it should be Katie York if you want. It. You can borrow Katie York if you want because I had that game. Yes, please. Uh, Go for it. Four for four, LF- 58 yard game winner, baby. LSU beats Florida State if he was still there. Absolutely. Uh, who's your offensive rookie of the week? I'm interested. I kind of just went with the touchdowns. I went with Jahan Dawson. It was only three catches. Only three catches, 40 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, I, I think overall, just looking at the – because including the rookie receivers I had, um, like I had Olave, I had Drake London. Who neither had like super spectacular games, but both were quite good and mm-hmm. in, in, uh, did well with the targets they got. Um, but, yeah, Dotson, two touchdowns was impressive touchdowns. Yeah, and I think that's that's the point. Here, I'll go I'll go snap by snap for Jahan Dotson. Oh. First first play of the game. No, <laughs> it was the first play of the game. I uh, got a target high on the sideline. He juggled it. Couldn't get the toes down. It was a pretty nice catch. Then they got a reverse. Like, Allen just gobbled up. He lost 10 yards. So it was kind of like an inauspicious start for Dotson. But then the, his first catch of the game was on the goal line. Uh, it was a touchdown. He just wrecked Shaq Griffin. Sweet stutter, easy separation, just smooth off the cut, and then just finished in the end zone. It was great. Uh, just a plain old catch for the second. And then he had that game-winning touchdown. It was just uh, gorgeous out and up. He got lots of separation, but Wentz kind of underthrew it. If it was like, you know, uh, you know, if there was more space on that field, he would have been, you know, 20 yards open probably. Um, had to slow down for the ball. Uh, Campbell, who actually played a good game, he was right there. Um just like, but he, he was so good at flashing those late hands. He didn't let uh, Campbell like read his hands and just kind of snatched it. Like, it looks so fluid and natural, like just the pass catching ability, which we saw you him flashing the, the hands all training camp and, and the big time plays at Penn State, too. Um, so this is just such a promising start for John Dodson. I think it's going to keep coming and coming like that. That I don't know, the, the offense was kind of good, but it was a little sputtery, like targeting. I don't know, it was weird. It was kind of a weird game for Washington and they pulled it off, but. Dotson looks really good. I can't wait for him to see like more of a, a workload because he's he's got the goods. 
Um, he does have the kind of the skill set that we've seen translate quicker uh, for mm. rookie receivers in terms of his route running ability. Yeah. He's got enough speed to create separation that way. Um, I mean, he also is a similar stylistically to Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Washington's got a type, and I, I think we like. I think we both. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we both had him as top 32 player, but we're shocked to see him go as early as he did. Yeah, I think um, top at, top 40 probably for me. Yeah. I think I had him 30 on my board. I can't remember exactly. Smarter than you, but um, okay, I'm gonna pull my board up right now, asshole. Let's see. I deleted mine, so you can't <laughs> tell a, me I'm wrong. Good, I, I should, honestly, that's a good fucking call. That's smart. You're our smart dude for that. Anyways, go on. Sorry. Um, and I I I. I do wonder what his ceiling is, but I, he looks right off the bat like he's going to be a very productive, at least number two receiver. Uh, very much so. He was forty-two for me, so yeah, you're smarter, smarter. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'm smarter. Yeah, but yeah, no, we because we called it a reach, but I don't know. I think but, it was more of a sh- surprise than it was a reach because remember the yeah. whole conversation like after Kyle Kyle Hamilton went at fourteen, like the talent drop off in general was big. Yeah. So got teams just went out and got their guys and. Uh, as I've always said, Martin Mayhew is a good evaluator. And, you know, we, we, we criticized their draft as a whole a little bit. Uh, and they really didn't get a lot from it other than Dotson in the in week one. I mean, Brian Robinson would have probably been productive. He seemed like he was going to win the RB1 job before that fucking terrible accident. Well, not accident, but incident. Fuck. Um, but, yeah, like not much from the rest of the class, but Dotson looked really, really, really good. Uh, so I was kind of debating, should I put Drake London here? Like, he looked good. He was nice and smooth. He um, kept working himself open uh, and finding holes in zones. And um, him, him and Mariota seemed to have some pretty good chemistry right off the bat. Um, and, but it wasn't like some great, great performance. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of ended up debating between a couple offensive linemen. And I went with the, the one that was maybe boring, but the safest, which kind of just sounds like, well, I said about his teammate all last year. So I went with Zion Johnson, uh, the Chargers right guard, who just had, like, an absolutely clean game. Like, if you were watching and didn't know he was lining up at right guard, you wouldn't think about him once. Like, there wasn't – and I, I trust me, I saw a guard who had a heck of a poor day. So seeing him just dominate kind of, um, he looks so good in the run game. Uh, they were running a lot of, like, duo, uh, and him and Corey Lindsley on those combo blocks looked really good. There was one play um, where uh, he kind of didn't have anybody to block, and uh, Trey Pipkins was uh, <laughs> getting pushed towards Justin Herbert, uh, and he just kind of came down and put, like, hit, hit, not blindsided, but, like, just took the defensive lineman to the dirt for Looking Pipkins. for work. I love that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And – through, just throughout the game, it was just kind of quietly strong. Um, and there was uh, another really interesting play where he kind of got blown off the ball. And, like, it looked like it was going to be Dunzo, like the guard I'm going to talk about as my worst rookie. Uh, but uh, he ends up anchoring, anchoring down and, and kind of buying Justin Herbert enough time to escape the pocket and make a play. Uh, and he, he zipped a deep one. I think it was to DeAndre Carter on that play. Um and it, it just felt a lot like Rashawn Slater last year, where it's just we all knew this was a good pick. It's not sexy. It's just he's. I think like by the end of the year, he's gonna be 
clearly one of the five best rookies in this class. I think I still believe he's got uh, the best chance of making the Pro Bowl as a rookie uh, of anyone in the class, and it just seems like a slam dunk pick. And I think we all thought that when it happened. <laughs> like back-to-back years with just smart, good team-building picks with, with Slater and, and Johnson. And I, I also think it's – and I didn't have some, some of the higher – High drafted uh, offensive lineman games uh, yeah. that you have, but uh, I think it, it's like emphasized by like some of the kind of up and down games we saw from other rookies uh, on the offensive line that were taken in the first round. My worst rookie is a is a first round offensive lineman. Well, mine's a fifth round offensive lineman, so I feel bad. But <laughs> hey, he had to start. Uh, jumping to defensive rookie though. Yeah, I went with the easy easy pickings here again, Rob. I got Travon Walker, same game as as John Dawson. Going there, I, I will say though, like it was not consistently dominant by any stretch, uh, but the flashes were awesome. They, they they really were. I mean, four tackles, a sack, and that that pick, um, which was just ridiculous. The ability to uh, come off the screen, uh, felt it like came off the block, then used his freaky length and the quickness, like just like looked like he could play tight end, just reeling that in so clean, and like got a little yak in him too. That was awesome. The sack was great too. Like just, just like a great get off, uh, like a chop and a dip, bent and then like just flattened beautifully to, to to get to Wentz. It was great. Those were his two highlights. I thought like overall, like like you know he's kind of like if he was getting off and not winning with speed, like it was just like his counters need development. He's kind of getting st- stonewalled. Um, it wasn't like it wasn't consistently flashy, but and that's kind of what it was at Georgia too. But the, but the the highs are so high and like but there's something nice plays in there too. Like um. He had one play where he just, like, before the interception off the screen, he just gobbled up Curtis Samuel on the screen, which is, like, I think almost like the introduction to, like, you know, he's feeling the screens really, really well in this game already. They went back to it. Not to Samuel. It was to Gibson, but just just feeling it with a pick. Um, had, like, a low-key nice big like big play where he, like, uh, tackled Samuel. Like, um, Allen forced the fumble. But, like, then he still tackled Samuel and then, like, prevented him from, like, getting back on the ball and the Jaguars landed on it. Um they dropped him into coverage a couple times, which which he didn't look like terrible doing. I just don't know why. Had an offside, but like overall, the flashes were there of the the first overall pick. That and we saw them in the preseason too, um, of why he was the first overall pick. Um, consistency's got to come along, but like if you get a sack and a pick every game, like that's you're gonna win defense rookie of the year. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's flashy as hell. At, yeah, uh, right off the bat, and he was in the preseason. Yeah, he was. He, uh, I think, he just makes it. Like he, because he's such a freak show, and because he's got these splashy plays, he just makes the Jaguars' defense so much more interesting to mm-hmm. watch. I'm sure. Yeah, and like Allen and him are, are a good duo. You know, like it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm gonna stick on the. It, it was tough. I, I I didn't know where to put another guy, so I kind of put him as my backup defensive rookie of the week, and I'll get to him in a second. But it was pretty hard not to pick. Dominique Robinson, prior to the yeah, back. Let's go, yes. The big, this this is a nice uh, nice feather in Jim Nagy's cap. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Seven tackles, uh, a sack and a half, uh, two QB hits, um, played just 41% of the snaps. So 11 pass rush opportunities. I think he, he had a sack and a half and two more pressures. Um, I don't know if you saw it. I think I tweeted it, so you might have. Uh, yeah, I got, I got the notice. You, you, you yeah. love my tweets. Um, the the kind of like he's lined up against Mike McGlinchey, and he goes like with a almost like a jumping double swipe inside. Well, he he used that at, at, at in college too. 
And Dude. I think a lot of people, because obviously he's a former wide receiver at Miami of Ohio, he was like kind of a rotational pass rusher this final year there. Um, I think a lot of people thought he was less nuanced with his hands. Mm-hmm. And he was just a true speed rusher. But you're right. He uses his hands really, especially for a position convert, really well at Miami of Ohio, uh, given his, kind of like what you would expect of a prospect yeah. of his, of his uh, like athletic uh, caliber. Um, and, and, yeah, it showed up against Mike McGlinchey. He looked good against Trent Williams um, playing the run. I said that weird. Uh, but, <laughs> he like, he was setting a strong edge. I think I, I, I saw a That's stat. Yeah. I, I saw a stat that – uh, he was the second best edge against the run in both points above average per play and points saved per play, um, and, and yeah, so he he obviously was a fifth round pick. He still managed to play forty one percent of the snaps week one. I can only see this increasing given this type of performance against a forty ers offensive tackle duo. Who I know Mike McGlinchey hasn't really lived up to the hype, but Trent Williams. The, arguably the best left tackle in football and, and he was doing that against them in his debut uh it was it was really fun to watch that's big time I mean, yeah go ahead, plays sir. his ass off too yeah i mean when, when when he slipped to the fifth and i think when the bears took him we said this is obviously a steal and i think we said it's the best pick the bears made yeah and and i i do want to just note like because he played so well uh i didn't really have somewhere to put jaquan brisker mm uh, who I think in almost any other situation I would have put for defensive rookie of the week. He played every snap for the Bears against the 49ers in this gross, mucky game in the pouring rain. Uh, he had a big TFL at the goal line um, uh, where uh, he just, like, he, he was lined up um, kind of right around the line of scrimmage, almost like a, a, a linebacker in the box. And the second he saw it, he just he avoided a block, got downhill, blew it up. He had a fumble recovery like inside the ten yard, the t- their own ten yard line when the 49ers were going to score a um, couple tackles, and he just and we saw it in the preseason with him too, right? Like just instincts for days. You know what I think was funny, just a little off topic, but I think I said to you on Sunday that I felt like there wasn't that many rookies to talk about, and there maybe wasn't like these high end, big time, flashy performances, but as like. We dug into the games, uh, you know, went over the tape. Like, I had a lot of rookies that I just could have mentioned somewhere that I cut because, like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll get to them next week, you know? Like, yeah, there's a lot of solid performances. Yeah, yeah. So if I go too much, just stop me. And because, uh, like, it's like I can't just, we can't talk about the same guys every week. So for the listeners, if you're like, why isn't this guy blah, 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 it's just because they were good and uh, we had to skip over them. Now on a uh, more negative note. I had a very clear worst rookie of the week. I don't know if you did. I had a couple guys that were like disappointing, and I thought like, like there's some guys to put, but then I ended up putting. Uh, I went with like the most high profile guy that was the worst. Okay, offensive line. Yeah, you want to guess? Uh, Evan Neal. No, I, I liked what Evan Neal did. I thought Evan Neal was yeah. good. He's one of those guys icky? that I couldn't fit anywhere. Yeah, it's icky. It's icky. Um, I don't know. He like uh, the, I think officially like they only created with like four pressures allowed, but it was worse than that. I thought pretty up and down in pass pro. Like there were some good reps in there for sure. Like you got to see the pop in his hands, but like other reps he looked very very raw and like a couple complete whiffs. And like that was kind of the first half. I just feel like he wasn't getting his footing. Like just didn't look good. And like in the first half, it wasn't a lot of Miles Garrett. And like he's still not looking great. And then like I think they kind of figured it out. And they just loaded him up with Miles Garrett, and he 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 ate he ate. Um, 
he toasted him like on a hit on Baker, uh, like think like just before half, and then like getting into the third third uh, quarter, like he just beat Icky back to back plays for sacks, uh, easy. The second one a strip sack that like Icky had help from the tight end too, and like it was just like his feet weren't. He just it just you know Garrett's a monster. Like you know he got so deep and and Icky just didn't get there and you know, not great. And then um had another one where he like hit Baker's arm. It could have been a fumble, but it came out. Um, it just smoked Icky. Icky's feet just looked bad, I thought. And, like, okay, you know, we, we thought he might struggle a little bit in the past game. It's Miles Garrett for the most part. Um, but I thought the bigger issue maybe was that, like, he, I didn't think he looked very good in the run. Um, and even worse, like, I thought he just didn't have the nasty in him. Like, like that's what made him Icky. And I just, I don't know, like, it's, I think we saw a little bit more as the game went on. Like, he played with a little bit more of an edge, you know, those late shoves just before the end of the whistle. Like, that stuff a little bit, but, like, I don't know. Uh, most of the game, I, you didn't see him see that too much, and like his sustain was pretty pretty mediocre to, towards bad. I don't know. He 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 needs he needs a lot to come along, but yeah, I don't know. It was pretty rough for a guy that's taking you know the the top offensive lineman take, and you you needed to see better, and it didn't look good in the preseason either. So this is just a little bit of a trend so far. Um, <clears throat> similar to Icky, it was. A poor matchup for uh, Cordell Volson in his debut for the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> poor Cordell Volson. But in his defense, I don't know that he was the worst Bengals offensive lineman out there. That's a good Jonah one. Williams got eaten alive oh, by no. Alex Smith. Three um, sacks. I, I, the, uh, between Volson and, and Williams, I think they gave up 12 pressures, four sacks. Yeah. Um, there was one rep where Cam Hayward just power-drived uh, Volson into – into Joe Burrow, uh, chasing down for a sack. Um, he did have one rep where Cam Hayward was looked like going to going to work on him, and he kind of like snatched him, and, and it, it was a clean rep. Uh, but other than that, like he just it's hard to like blame him. He's going against arguably the second best interior defensive lineman in the last five years in his rookie debut as a fifth round pick. On an offensive line, that's already bad, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, in the run game, uh, he he didn't get a ton of drive against Cam or Larry Ogunjobi, who had a really good game. Um, I, I, I tend to blame it more on matchup. Uh, like, it's it's hard to, again, he was a fifth-round rookie. But, yeah, he just, he, he struggled. Just the yeah. anchor just really... Uh, Got taken advantage of. I mean, awesome that he, he got the nod week one, though. That's sick. But, yeah, that's that's getting thrown into the fire. But, but like, I don't think – like, I'm not saying this is, like, damning. Like, he's bad. He's not – like, he, his – it wasn't like Jalen Mayfield last year, you know? <laughs> or Leatherwood. Or Alex Leatherwood, yeah. who was maybe the worst rookie offensive lineman I've ever seen. Um, anyway, primetime star – for me, there was no clear one guy, and the Seahawks had a lot of ruggies, so I just wanted to talk about most of them here, Rob, if that's okay. Quickly. Quickly, okay? Not Charles Cross, that's for sure. Uh, no, I just want, like, I, he's a star, but in a in a different way. Okay, so first of all, I think the best of the bunch was probably Tariq and Like, he got called for that deep uh, pass interference, but, like, eh, kind of ticky-tack. Uh, but then they did, like, the same shot back up to him, and he was, he was only up well. I thought he looked really good on Sutton. Uh, like didn't give up any catches, had that had that PI, and then had another one. Which was just like kind of like hanging on to KJ Hamler. He just just didn't have to. 
But like overall, I'm just gonna do these quick hitters. Overall, like I thought he held up pretty damn good. I thought he held up pretty damn good for for a rookie, you know, fifth round pick and his first start against the best quarterback in in NFL. Um, <laughs> and then getting to the tackles, I thought like Abe Lucas looked about as good as you could expect for a third round rookie right tackle. Yep. Like starting week one, like had that hole that brought back at the big penny run. But again, I'm Homer, but I thought that was a soft. That was a softer call than the PI. Um, and like I, I'm shocked. I said this in the preseason, but I'm shocked at how good a run blocker he is already. Like that, that's remarkable. And then pass pro, like I think he gave up like pressure or two, but overall really impressive. And then jumping across again, yeah, like 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 I think like you know you can look at it and he's like okay he had a bad game he could have been worse rookie blah 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 PFF gave him a bad grade. But, like, between him and Lucas watching the game, those were, like, the best pockets I've seen for the Seahawks in a long time. And I think credit goes to them. And, yes, you know, there, there was there was the, the two sacks that, like, he got thrown into the fire against Chubb. And, like, you know, there was the blemishes. And the strip sack was hardly on cross, though. Like, it wasn't a highlight rep at all. But the pocket was clean. Gino should have stepped up. The other one was a lot less defensible where Gino could have stepped up. But, like, I'll call that one a real loss, especially in a big spot at the end of the game there. But, like, I've watched so much bad Seahawks off the line play. This was so much better. There's so many good pockets on third downs where Gino had all day to throw. Like, I think in general they looked good. Like, Charles Cross looked better than Nicky. Like, I, I, that's for sure. So, and Abe Lucas did too, for that matter. But, yeah, I mean, uh, f- fun. Fun, especially in a win. That's all i got to say, Rob. All right, well, thanks for waxing poetic. Uh I went with uh, Christian Benford in the opening game of the NFL season. I mentioned yeah. Benford for uh, – fuck, where did I put Benford? He was my uh, – out of nowhere, just because of how good he was. Yeah, really good playing over first-round pick Kyrie Elam, played 50% of the snap, 58% of the snaps, had that pass breakup. Yeah. Um, had that awesome I, tackle on Anderson to prevent that first-down conversion on third. Very physical, very instinctual, and it and just seems like, yeah, Sean McDermott always that. gets the most out of oh, yeah. these DBs. Oh, yeah. Don't give him – he doesn't need the first-round DBs. Just give him anybody. Yeah, it's the NFL, NFL fucked up letting a Villanova kid fall to Sean McDermott. Like, that's that's for sure. I mean, and that last play of the game where, too, you know, the game's over, but they took that shot down, Robinson, and Benford was all fucking over it. Like, he was there's a, a couple blemishes, but, like, overall, really, really strong. Uh, yeah, he was my out-of-nowhere pick. Yeah, um – Moving to underwhelming performance, I'll just be quick here. Christian Watson dropping that. Yeah. He And I have hope for him strictly because he got himself so open on that play. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, he had, like, three steps on the Vikings' corner, and it just went through his hands. And imagine if he just caught that, like, how different that game could have gone. For real. Um, and basically, after that drop, like, he had, like, zero targets until, like, the fourth quarter. Finished with... Uh, two grabs for 34 yards and had a uh, seven-yard run. Um, it, it's just so like so deflating for him and Aaron Rodgers trusting him. Yeah, they've dropped potentially a game-changing play, game-changing uh, pass on like the opening play of his career. Yeah, um, and he was obviously injured all camp, and like Romeo uh, Dubs had all the hype, and like Romeo Dubs. Uh, kind of looked like he had more chemistry in this game with Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, and, and and so it was just a little underwhelming that that happened because of course that happened. I know that really very, fucked, that sucks. Very Marquez Valdez Scantling like. I, I know, and that's why I don't, I don't, I don't. But hey, he looked pretty good in KC. So, um, 
my underwhelming performance, very similar spot. His first snap, he puts the ball on the ground, and James Cook. Um, <laughs> got yeah. two more I snaps. For, Good, yeah. I, sorry, I put him for looks like a miss. Yeah. I mean, look, I I didn't know where to put him, but it had to be somewhere negative because like, first carry fumbles, instant doghouse, Singletary and, and Moss were already playing over him. Didn't get any of those, you know, let's see what he can do out wide or, you know, any of these pass catching looks. He just was fumble, you're off the you're out of the game. Like that was that was brutal. That was brutal. So I, I don't think James Cook's time is coming anytime soon. But hopefully. Yeah. I mean, yeah, spilling the ball and not pass protection are the best ways to not play. Yeah. Um, and especially when Devin Singletary looked like that guy. And like Zach Moss is very underwhelming as well, but Yeah. But, oh, I think they trust him a little bit more. Yes, they threw him the ball like six times. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was disappointing. I think too, be just because of the hype we had for mm-hmm. James Cook entering there, and I'm sure he'll turn around. I hope. I least. think so too. Yeah. Um, for my looks like a hit, I went with Jalen Petrie, the Texans DB. Uh, I know he, uh, I think he led the NFL in missed tackles. Yeah. This week, but he also had 11 tackles because he was literally just everywhere. Um, he he was tangling with Jonathan Taylor every chance he got. He didn't get credited with a half a TFL, but he certainly had one because I saw it happen. Uh, and he also kind of the the Matt Ryan took a shot like they were in their own end, and Matt Ryan threw uh like a post high. I think it was to Pittman, and he almost had an interception. Um, so that stunk too in a game where they really needed it. Uh, and he also got called on a penalty where he's definitely the person who concussed Alec Pierce. Um, but uh, they only th- – ha- I think he only had one true target his way. It was like a three-yard pass in front of him made the tackle. Um, I-, I don't know. I thought he looked good moving from nickel to-, to two deep. And he was just all over the run game, like very willing. Everything you'd expect from him. Uh, just very willing uh, coming up to, to fit the run and uh, – yeah, he, he's a fun player. Ta- making tackles, missing tackles, it was fun no matter what. I think it's awesome when you see a guy, you know, like like that, that translates instantly. You know, He's also playing one of the hardest running backs in the league to tackle. And just, <laughs> yeah. like, the fact that he was putting his body on the line, like, almost every play against Jonathan Taylor, uh, I, I, I came away impressed even when he was missing tackles. My looks like a hit is George Karloftis. Uh, looked pretty damn good against Arizona. Six pressures. Most amongst rookies. Um, it was Arizona's off the line, but, like, he looked really good. Like, it, I want to see he was getting home consistently. Obviously, didn't get any sacks or anything. Uh, I do think he would have had a sack if it was against, a, you know, a less mobile quarterback. Um, lots of run, too. Played 78% of the snaps. I thought his power was, like, translating instantly. Blew, like, a, a few plays up with just a straight old bull rush. Made Kyler get out of the pocket. A couple ones where he's just, you know, uh, getting, getting to Kyler and just, just forcing him out of the pocket. Uh, and then also, like, flash the water polo skills. I had a, had a big batted ball down on the goal line on a third down. Uh, really, really, really promising start for, for Kaloftis in his first game. I I think that I think the Chiefs got something. And I think we uh, we knew that from the start, right, Rob? Big time. Uh, that was a steal. Yeah. Um, yeah, my looks like a miss was James Cook. Who's yours? I'll give you two. I'll make up for your for your looks like a miss. Um, first, post, both, both positive. Both positive. Um, first one is Kyle Phillips. Like, I think we both liked Kyle Phillips. I think we both thought the route running was awesome. 
But we had a lot of questions about his hands. All right, let's look at the big boards. Where'd you have them? All right, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Uh, but Phillips is like the fucking go-to guy. Like, like legit. I love that. Like of all the rookie like preseason hype that could be true and could not be. I had a. <laughs> I had a Adam one sixty fourth a mid fifth round grade. So. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, what but. Pick did you go? I don't remember. I pull it up too. Um, but yeah, like obviously he came out. Like you said, the hype was there. He came out and won the job immediately. Um, looked like looked really fucking good. I think he got a bunch of targets. Uh, hold on. Good podcasting right here. Getting through all the the Kyles. Okay, I had, I had the same same grade on him that I had one, on uh, on Alec Pierce. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. I had him like just above uh, Romeo Dobbs. I look smart. If that was earlier, um, just the hype guys. Oh wait, sorry. I I had a higher grade on him than Alex Pierce. <laughs> um, I, I had him ahead of David Bell, uh, behind Velas Jones and Wandale Robinson. Ahead of David Bell, Danny Gray, uh, and Alex Pierce. Okay, you so you, this you had him wide receiver one is what I'm hearing. Yeah, apparently I so didn't no, even know I had that. <laughs> Not a miss for you. Yeah, no, sick. But no, like, the route running was awesome. Just couldn't fucking hold on to the ball. He dropped everything. Yeah, but I think he only had one drop. Only one drop. Um, had a really nice punt return, 46 yards. He also fumbled, but who hasn't fumbled? No no big deal. But he kept getting open. He kept getting open. I thought the highlight of the, the day was, like, that, that sweet corner at the end of the game. Tapping his toes. He's like he's like Tanny's go-to guy. Had a nice uh, diving grab over the middle. Was making catches through contact. He looks like he's going to be a slot stalwart for a long fucking time. A long time. Um, and one more quick one. Not like some spectacular game, but I think th- I wanted to mention it because like we panned this pick pretty hard. Like we, we criticized this pick pretty damn hard. It was Martin Emerson, who I thought just like looked pretty good. It played most pretty of the good snaps. Preseason too. Yeah, had a pretty good preseason. Uh, five tackles. Uh, just wanted to give him a shout out. For play. He played played pretty well. My needs to step it up is a, a corner. Um, it's Derek Stingley who mm-hmm. had that great PBU in the end zone uh, when he was manned up on Alec Pierce. Yeah. But uh, the the concern of the Texans who have Lovey Smith who loves uh, cover two uh, taking him is he's he's at his best in man coverage. Um, is he being wasted going third overall as a man cover guy playing in the zone scheme? Well, yeah, that's what it kind of came away. He gave up mm. the mo- second most yards of any corner in the NFL uh, after Jalen Ramsey, so he's in good company at least. Um, he gave up, I think, six catches for 81 yards on like eight targets. Uh, he just, like, in that, like, kind of that cover two, like the bail coverage, like Pittman was just kind of, getting open on the comebacks and the quick outs and uh stingley at times that just kind of had stuff happen in front of him where he was like a a half a a hair behind like there was this deep post to michael Pittman where like yeah he was on him but he he gave far too much space and the closing speed just wasn't there to make a play on the ball (laughs) and he just like looked uncomfortable which is concerning because it's. I would just want to see him be put in a better position. Yeah, I think they played like I don't know, just like three man snaps or something like that. Like like none. And um, like the Alec Pierce PBU was <laughs> man coverage. Yeah, it might have been like the only fucking one. I don't know. Um, I you went with the the third pick. I'm gonna go with the second. Aiden Hutchinson. Um, 
who only had one tackle. I I do think like the tape was better than the stats, but like it wasn't it wasn't great or anything. Like, but the potential was there. Like I thought like early he looked like pretty pretty disruptive. They lined him up on the third on the inside on the third down. And, like he flushed Hurts, uh, but then like Hurts ran for a first, and like it felt like he forced Hurts out a couple times. But then Hurts like legs just nullified his impact, and like and then like I felt like he started to fade as the game went on too, which is not a good look. So not getting home and uh, like again it was kind of Hurts mobility, but. Just the, the impact kind of like lessened. Like he, I thought he came out kind of hot and then just kind of slowly, kind of like just just wasn't too relevant. Like he just it wasn't popping. Like John, I'd see a white guy make a play. I think it's Hutch and it was John Kaminsky. I'm like that. That's not a good sign. Um, I also threw uh, Charles Cross in this category, but you already talked about him. Mm-hmm. Um, my not ready to play. I didn't have like a super obvious one because the rookies who struggled like for me. I understand why they're playing. I, I, I don't think that, like, like I don't think Cordell Volson shouldn't be playing because that's the shape of that Bengals offensive line. Um, I want Shad White, who I just thought looked indecisive on uh, yeah. Sunday Night Football against the Cowboys. And, like, especially, like, down the stretch, Leonard Fournette ended up just being that workhorse that he is. And I think... Rashad White might have a smaller role than expected. I I'm, uh, for hand, third hand up. I'm running back. Hand up. I expected the whole time, but yeah, but like I think just him being the number two is a is a good sign. But but at the same time, like I thought he'd have more of a true satellite role. You know, mm. I mean that's uh, what they drafted him for. Exactly, absolutely. and like he was a third round back. Uh, obviously, not as bad as James Cook because at least he's playing. Yeah, like he played twenty seven percent of the snaps, eight touches, twenty one yards. Um, and it, 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 it's again, it was the first game of the season, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just want to see him be more, uh, uh, definitive. Is that the right word? Yeah. Or play with more conviction. Like that one run near the goal line where he just like almost stopped, like thought he was left yeah. bell behind all the scrimmage and he just stopped his feet. That I thought that was so bizarre. Especially like, and like you said, Leonard Fournette looks so, so fucking, he looked like playoff Lenny. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who's your not ready to play? Well, going back to the Seahawks, I got to put Kobe Bryant. I had to put him somewhere negative because yeah, he, he that J- Jerry Judy mossed him. Yeah, he, he tells them the ball was underthrown too. Russell Wilson sucked, I think. Um, and then like Kobe got back into position and just couldn't find the ball, and that that was popping up in, in preseason too. Then Judy cashes it, just shoves him to the ground and runs for you know finishes for the six seventy yard touchdown, and that was only one of his two snaps. So like they, they yanked him, they yanked him. Uh, the the nickel's like wishy washy, so like they really would need him to step up. I think he's looked good in pieces, but uh, not yet, not yet. That's for sure. Uh, jumping to best day three rookie, uh, obviously like Dominique Robinson would be my pick here. Yeah, uh, but I'll shout out a, a, a different trench player from that game. Spencer Beerford looked good for the 49ers at right guard. Played every snap against the Bears. Um, looked like looks like a steal as a guard. Yeah, he looked good in preseason too. Um, if you if you let me, I'll give you an offensive and a defensive. Yeah, shoot, I I've got a, a pair of offensive guys I can name too. Okay, um, offensive. I, both of my guys are darlings. Okay, one in the fantasy realm, one on the television realm. Starting with the fantasy, it's Isaiah Pachetko, um, who obviously has like been the king of dynasty fantasy. Um, he came in like the game was kind of well in hand already, but like it wasn't that late in the game. Like <laughs> they they rotated their backs kind of interestingly, but um. Provided, like, instant juice from his first carry. Uh, looks like he shot out of a fucking cannon. Has 62 yards and 12 carries and, and finished with a touchdown. Most of his yards came, came like, on one drive. Um, 
a nice 22 yard run too. And he, he finished with a touchdown at the goal line too. Um, so all the hype, like Clyde came out early and, and looked really good. And then Pacheco did too. They got something going. Uh, this, this chief's office is obviously like in a transformative, that's not the right word, but phase here going from, you know, getting ready to Tyreek and stuff, going to the more of the, you know, the smaller game, but I think it's going to work. It's going to work. And on defense, uh, Rodrigo, baby. Rodrigo was like honestly as advertised. Malcolm Rodriguez, like six six tackles of TFL, just like solid square tackling. Had a really nice tackle on a screen. Uh, was just making good tackles in space, like uh, on, on the running backs coming to the backfield. Just felt like he was always in the right spot. And then, funny enough, like his big highlight in making the rounds on Twitter was like just fucking hip tossing Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Just just tossed him. Like yeah, this is Rodrigo. It's, it's exactly the linebacker they needed. It, it, it's hit so big for the Lions. It's awesome. Uh, I also put the combo of Coquif and Kate Otten. <laughs> yes, Coquif blocking his ass off, man. Those two look good as just like true inline blocking. Yeah, yeah, they do, they do. Um, best undrafted rookie. I'll, I'll stick with that type of player, Xander Horvath. He caught a touchdown. He played twenty-two percent of the snaps against the Raiders. The pride of West Lafayette. Uh. Yeah, I mean, he he he's a modern fullback, and we're seeing it. Absolutely. Um, my UDFA is a guy that I had no idea who he was until I was watching the game on Sunday. Uh, Kader Kohu. Yeah, I was waiting for, to hear about this guy. Out of Texas A&M Commerce. 5'9", 188, uh, playing really good football for Miami. Uh, the defense looked really good overall. It was the Patriots, but they looked really good. He had, like, a huge PBU on a fourth down. Uh, was in coverage on Hunter Henry. This little guy in coverage on Hunter Henry got up like over him and batted it away. It was awesome. Um, forced a fumble too. It felt really impactful. Like he had three tackles and that 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 forced fumble in a PBU. But like you you felt his presence. I was pretty impressive for a guy that like never heard of. Hand up, like straight up, never heard of him. Um, big time impact. Yeah, it really really interesting to see uh, going forward. And I was really impressed with the Dolphins' defense. I, I was a little worried, like you know. With with Flores gone, what what the D's gonna look like? But no, I, it looks good. I also want to mention uh, Jalen Warren, uh, the yeah. running back, as that number two, uh, who we were both in on from the start. Oh yeah, that awesome uh, pickup. And, and, and I'll, just to loop back to the the Dolphins corner you're just talking about, is he this year's uh, like? Jerry Jacobs, uh, Lions UDFA corner. By the way, I don't think any of the Lions UDFAs that we talked about made the team this year. But yes, I don't think they did. He is. He is. I think so. All right. Quickly, a couple rookies who flashed. I already mentioned Drake London. Uh, Chris Olave looked really efficient. Uh, they, they, him and honestly, Jameis Winston didn't really get it together till the second half. He started yeah. cooking with both Olave and Michael Thomas in that second half. Um, Olave was super efficient through his routes. Love to see that. Drake London uh, just looked like a big, smooth, kind of underrated red runner for a 6'5 ball winner. Um, Kyler Gordon, another Bears rookie on defense. He played 100% of the snaps against the 49ers. Had a nice TFL. Uh, gave up one big play uh, where um, he just kind of let – let who was it? It was Jawan Jennings. Get behind him. Oh. Uh, and then a couple offensive linemen. I thought Ed Ingram looked like he struggled in pass protection, looked really good at right guard for the Vikings in the run game. Just a perfect fit for that zone scheme. Um, Dylan Parham, who the Raiders are just rotating their offensive line, but he looked like their best offensive lineman. It's good. Um, 
Bernard Ryman, who came in when Matt Pryor got hurt and looked way better than Matt Pryor, he he only played seventeen percent of the snaps against the Texans. But when he was in, he like he I don't know why Matt Pryor is playing over him. Speaking of Bernard Ryman, I don't I didn't put Kadecki anywhere, but I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, he was solid. Yeah, that's what uh, a lot of the interior guys were really solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the defensive interior, I know we weren't, but I'm going to Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis was kind of like he only played twenty two snaps. 32%, only had two tackles. But the Lions ran for like 181 yards total. At times, the, that, that especially off the bat, the Lions offensive line was just bullying the, 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 the Eagles' front. And like when Davis wasn't on the field, the Lions averaged like 10 yards per carry. But when Jordan Davis was on the field, it went down to 2.9. That's that's an instant difference maker. Maybe a little anecdotal, but instant difference maker for exactly what he was drafted to do. And he was moving that fucking front. Like he's there. This is him. You're right away. He's 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 a really high end run defender, and I think it's just gonna keep coming and coming. Um, quickly, a couple of receivers. Uh, Garrett Wilson. The production kind of came at the end of the game, uh, but looked good. Probably should have scored a touchdown too. Flacco missed some 52 yards. Uh, I didn't put Sauce anywhere because it's kind of like you know weird weird kind of spot. But Sauce looked good. Uh, Traylon Burks three catch 55. Um, he had five targets only, but like they were kind of deep throws. Tanny kind of missed them. Uh, one probably should have been P.I. Um, also, let's start quickly. Petit Friere looked really good. Roger McCree looked really good. Lots of guys I mentioned. Um, then Burks kind of got going on, like, crossing routes. Looked pretty smooth. Looked pretty dangerous. Um, Sky Moore only got one catch on one target. It was, like, a Mahomes scramble where he found a Moore coming across. But went for 30 yards. Like, juked a guy and kind of, like, lost his balance but kept his footing. It was cool. Uh, made another guy miss, like, as he was stumbling. It was neat. Showed that yak ability. Um... And, like, I thought like, last guy, defensive side of the ball, Devin Lord was okay. I just want to get, like, kind of point him out a little bit. He had a lot of tackles, 11. Um, like, downs. Yeah, I don't know. Downs, but, like, I don't know. Like, I think he looked pretty good in the run, like, pretty fluid, pretty fast. Um, some missed tackles. He was out of position a bit, but, like, he also had a pretty big play where he had a sack on a two-point conversion um, where they went to tie the game. So, I think, like, promising, promising start for, for Devin Lloyd. Uh, my out of nowhere rookie is maybe the out of nowhere rookie of the off season. Uh, Bears left tackle Braxton Jones, <laughs> uh, the Southern Utah product, late day three pick, uh, ends up being the left tackle, um, and looked solid. It was mucky conditions, so it's like hard to and, and like it wasn't regular offense because of the conditions. But like he looked solid. Like he Nick Bosa didn't destroy him, you know like. He had a pretty good outing. Uh, I thought he looked smooth and athletic, given the type of footing you can get on that type of field. Um, he just lo- didn't look like he didn't belong, which I think is the biggest praise yeah. you can give a guy in that situation. Definitely, when everyone thought he was just going to get ruined. Uh, number 182 on my big board, so I'll pat myself on the back there. Uh, my Mine was Christian Benford, so we already talked uh, about it. Start the rook. I'll go with a pair of Houston Texans. Speaking of rotating offensive linemen or not playing them or whatever we were talking about, Kenyon Green only got to come in against the Colts due to injury. Ended up playing 54% of the snaps. Like, he was in and out of the game. And he he looked like their best interior offensive lineman. So I don't know why Weird. he's not starting. Weird. Especially given the circumstances. And that goes for Damian Pierce as well. Like, why <laughs> are you playing Rex Burkhead so much? Damian Pierce played 20 snaps, had 12 touches for 39 yards on those 20 snaps. Like, not great, but he was breaking more tackles than Rex Burkhead. Like, I just don't understand. Like, you're the Houston Texans. Like, 
I get that the, you did tie the Colts, so maybe I'm wrong. But I don't know. I, I, I can't fathom Kenyon Green not starting and, and Damian Pierce not playing a bigger role. That one, like, was the shocker of week one. Pierce not playing, right? Or, like, barely playing. That was weird. Um, maybe, like, a less surprise, but, man, Nicobe Dean, three snaps. That's too fucking small for me. Like I said, like, the, the defense didn't look fairly good for the Eagles. The run D was bad without Jordan Davis on the field. Get Nicobe Dean in the in the game. Like, your, your linebackers aren't good. Get him involved. Amen. NFL week one in the books. Lots of rookies playing. Maybe not slam dunk performances, yeah. but solid performances, though. Lots of offensive linemen playing. Mm-hmm. I look forward to week two. I look forward to no rookie quarterbacks playing once again. Makes our lives easier, AJ. Amen. Absolutely. Um, and remember, Mac prospects are the best prospects. <laughs>